When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and that felt amazing to say. Thank you guys so much for understanding and letting me take that month off just to process things. If you listen to my last episode, my last mini episode, um, it is called Let Me Explain. That is where I kind of told you guys what I've been doing for the past month and why I have not been recording any new episodes. So with that being said, just to follow up. I am officially going into my senior year of college, which is absolutely crazy to think about. Um, And I'm just so blessed to be in this position to continue to grow in my knowledge and go into my final year of college. It's just pretty crazy, especially during this time. Um, But I have officially moved in. I have officially started classes. And as I'm talking to you, I'm blowing off homework, but we're definitely going to get that done later. I just wanted to let you guys guys know that I am just so appreciative of every one of you and I want to thank you guys so much for allowing me that time to just take a little bit of time off and get myself calm just get myself calm cool and collected so we are back in action I'm probably going to take this as like a season two I guess everything I did before was season one and now we're in season two so I'm going to finish up that last series of why you weren't making sales on and today's episode is going to be really fun nonetheless Um, but once I wrap up this series I still have a couple more episodes to do on it I am going to you know do the typical things that I have always done and I have to get back on my schedule of what sold this month but since I missed a couple months it'll be the last two months so that will definitely be a long episode but nonetheless we've got this and then um, I'm also thinking about adding some new and fun topics to transition this podcast a little bit not too much but um, cover some things I haven't covered before and maybe just tap into some new mediums but of course we're going to still stay in the small business reseller realm don't worry too much about that but yeah I'm just trying to roadmap a couple things um, for this podcast and where we can take it and continue this on for you know a long time to come because we're almost at our one year anniversary of me doing this consistently and I'm just so so happy for this opportunity to get to speak to you guys every week and seeing um, my fan base growing Uh, as I've been doing this is just so amazing and so rewarding. So I want to thank you guys so much again for allowing me that month off. I would like to say I don't plan on doing that again. It's just life got really hard. I might take, you know, a week off or two, but not as much as a month. Um, But again, you guys have been awesome and thank you so much for understanding. So done. I'm done with that. I'm done talking about the past. I'm done talking about my little hiatus. Um, Now we're going to get into this week's episode and continue on this series of why you aren't making sales on. And this week we are going to be talking about Etsy. If you know me, you know Etsy is literally my favorite and top selling platform. 
I just checked my total number and I'm just, I just can't believe it. I just really can't believe it. But um, so far, I have officially made 200. Oh, excuse me. I've officially made 2,264 sales on Etsy. If you want to check out my Etsy to see what I'm talking about throughout the episode or gain some inspiration and see what I'm selling, go ahead and head over to the Cheap Teak on Etsy. But I would like to say I'm pretty qualified to talk especially about this platform. Um, Etsy has just been a wild ride for me and I found my niche and I found my click and, you know, it's just so good. I hit 2,000 sales like two months ago and we're just continuing to grow and Etsy's really become my my full-time job and I just I absolutely love every second of it and I love all of my customers and I want to give you guys some tips and tricks on how you can do really well on Etsy and also coming from me I have my own personal Etsy but my mom also has an Etsy where she does you know different things too completely different things for me so I'm going to give you guys both the perspective of what I sell which is a lot of mystery boxes and also the perspective of art and jewelry and you know customizable things that Etsy is a lot always known for. So if you are interested in learning why you just aren't making those sales on Etsy, just keep on listening. If you don't know what Etsy is, Etsy is an e-commerce company focused on handmade or vintage items and craft supplies. So Etsy has a wide range of things that you can place your items under. It can be jewelry, bags, clothing, home decor, furniture, toys, art, and craft supplies, tools, whatever you think of that can be handmade and or vintage. So um, and there are, of course, a few little loopholes around that, um, but Etsy, for the most part, really likes its handmade stuff and its vintage stuff. So if you have the talent and you have the niche to hand make some stuff, go ahead and put it on Etsy. This is your cosign right here to start that Etsy shop if you you want to start, you know, selling and commissioning your art or start that Etsy shop if you have the best soap formula ever. Start that candle Etsy shop. There's so many different opportunities for you to make the most of your Etsy shop and I want to be the person that encourages you. I have been a shopper on Etsy far longer than I have been a seller on Etsy. Um, and there's so many things I love about it. I used to, you could get jewelry on there. Um, I know there were so many different like team related things I used to get when I was a kid um, until we started making them ourselves. But uh, you can get like team key fobs, team t-shirts that are custom. So many amazing things on Etsy that you can do and, um, and buy. So if you have that talent and you have that ability and you have the supplies and you want to know what to do with it, go ahead and try putting it on Etsy. If you know you're really good at digital art, there are ways for you to commission your digital art on Etsy also. So the door is wide open for you to walk in and try out the Etsy universe. If you're a very creative person, I say go for it. Typically, I talk to the resellers and I talk to the people who are, you know, on the main platforms. But for this episode, it's going to be a little different. We're talking about Etsy. Etsy isn't necessarily, it isn't the best reselling platform um, by definition. um, Because 
you can only have vintage items on Etsy. So vintage or handmade items. And with apps and platforms like Poshmark and Depop, that's just reselling stuff that can be at whatever age. But on Etsy, they want vintage items that are at least 20 years old. So with that being said, I'm not really going to be talking to the resellers today. Um, Well, I am in a sense, because I technically do resell, but I also combine that with handmade. So I'll tell you guys how I get into that in a little bit later. Um, But yeah, for the most part, I'm going to be talking to the creative people also. I want to talk to them. I don't really talk to other creative people on this podcast a lot. Well, we're all creative, but I mean the people who hand make things and people who paint things. So Etsy is an amazing platform for that. So go ahead and just listen to ways that you can make the most of that. But also if you're one wanting to take it from a perspective of vintage clothing or the mystery box side that I do. Um, Continue listening also. But I really do want to include the people who I typically don't include in this podcast, and that is people who hand make their own items, because that is specifically valuable for a platform like Etsy. So as I said earlier, I have crossed the 2000 sale mark about a two months ago, I would say. And I've just been loving Etsy since the beginning of my journey. Um, I have had majority of those sales in the last year. Um, but for a while, long before I was selling my mystery boxes, I was selling vintage clothing. And me and my dad ran a homemade candle business too, a long, long time ago. Um, but still, it was. I've been on Etsy for a while. Even when I was a kid and I didn't have my own Etsy account, me and my dad tag teamed and um, did our own little um, candle shop. So it was really fun getting to work with that and then transitioning it over to my own Etsy shop and getting to do my own thing. So I was selling vintage clothing from the 90s. I was selling, you know, early 2000s stuff. And then I was um, selling what I'm selling now, which is some handmade items that me and my grandmother have worked on and also some mystery boxes that include handmade items. So yeah, I've just been doing Etsy and running it for a while now and I've hit 2000 sales and I want to continue to grow and continue to keep this going because Etsy has just been a huge blessing for me and it's the reason why I do everything and have everything that I have. It pays for everything. Um, so I am just really grateful that I have this income where I don't have to work, um, go physically work. This is now my full-time income as I pair it with college and pay for my own rent and pay for my own groceries and pay for my own utilities, the whole nine yards. And Etsy has definitely allowed that opportunity for me to have this dream of mine and continue it. And the other platforms, of course, have been amazing. And I've been doing those for a while, but none of them have stood out to me the most quite like Etsy. Etsy has just been a huge blessing for me. And that's why I'm going to use this entire episode to boast on my favorite platform in my top selling platform and that's Etsy. So if you want to see your dreams come true and you want to have, you know, make the most of your time on Etsy, no matter what you do, no matter what you sell, um, that's exactly what I want to talk about in this episode. So we're going to cut to the chase and get straight into the meat of this episode and why you are listening. You want to know why you aren't making those sales on Etsy and I'm going to tell you why. The number one reason why you are not making sales on Etsy is because you are not taking advantage of the free shipping offer that Etsy has that will boost you in the search engine. So over the last, I would say, year, Etsy has had this new initiative that is encouraging an enticing 
sellers to offer free shipping to their customers if it is if the order is over $35. So with that being said, it's a win-win, but it's also not the best for sellers. Sellers win in that they will be boosted, but they lose in the fact that they will now have to pay for shipping. If you have certain items in your closet that you just cannot do free shipping on if it's over $35, do not feel like you have to do the free shipping offer. But in the early stages of having your Etsy shop, I always advocate that it's best for you to do something like this. This is personally what I did and it grew my account because people got boosted and saw it on the front cover of the Etsy page because Etsy wants to expose all of those sellers that will offer their customers a discount. So with that being said, I don't do it anymore. But when I first started out, it was an amazing decision for me to just pay out that shipping cost. So to that point, you will most likely need to adjust the prices of your items for a little bit, even if it's a few dollars to not fully cover shipping. So a little bit does come out of your pocket, but you're still making a profit. Just make sure that you adjust your prices a little bit so that you're not totally losing money and you're still generating a profit, but allow your shoppers to get free shipping when they spend $35 or more in your store. Then from there, Etsy will take over and it boosts your items in the search engine. I've received so many different emails about this and I do believe it's still going on because I think I saw an email about it the other day in my inbox, but Etsy is still doing the initiative of if you offer your buyers free shipping, they will boost you in the search engine and make sure people come to your closet, will come to your shop and shop from you because you are offering them an initiative. On top of Etsy boosting, it also makes the customers feel good. The customers will be more enticed to try multiple of your products, try multiple items of, you know, the one quantity they want, whatever it is, and they want free shipping. People love free shipping. So allowing your customers to be rewarded just by shopping with you is also a really cool thing to get those early customers and get those people to come to your closet. I, like I said, I have done this before. I did this when I first started out and it helped me generate a lot of my sales. I remember going through and people would bundle multiple items so that they could get to the $35 limit and get free shipping from me. So I have more opportunities to impress. I have more opportunities to get my name out there by having multiple of my items being shipped out and my customers loving it and leaving me those good reviews because they got that free shipping. That's really what matters to them. So in the early stages of your business, I definitely recommend that you offer free shipping to your buyers. The number two reason why you are not making sales on Etsy is because you aren't using SEO to your advantage. SEO is super important. And if you don't know what SEO is, SEO is basically the titling and the wording you use and how it translates to the internet search engines like Google, Bing, Safari, Firefox, all of that. So when you are titling your item, you need to make sure that everything that can be searched, everything that can be related is also included. On Etsy, there are a lot of different opportunities for you to use um, just random words. You don't have to form a complete sentence. You don't have to form 
that picture perfect Poshmark title that you typically do, you can add as many words that can go hand in hand with the product that you have because Etsy, especially like a couple other um, websites, Etsy is mainly geared towards if you search for something specifically, it's going to pop up. So people have to look specifically for what they're looking for, for your item to pop up. So for example, I'm going to give you guys some names that I have and why it's been effective to me. So one of the things that I have are these really cute handmade necklaces that I offer in my shop and also offer with my mystery boxes. So for the title I use, um, it's a mystery box, so you get a mystery necklace. Mystery Vintage Bone Adjustable Handmade Necklace. I also have for my good old-fashioned mystery boxes, I have the names of my Visco Girl, which is my most popular mystery box of all time. And the title of that is Visco Girl Mystery Box Style Summer Thrifted Short Sleeve. Um, so just including as many things, if somebody types in mystery short sleeve, my item is going to pop up because I can I included both of those things in the title. So with that being said, when you have your title, make sure to include as much as you possibly can. You need to include those keywords, the color, what it can be used for, um, where it came from, what time period it came from, if it's vintage, you know, what it can be used as. Include as much as you possibly can in the title so that when people look up what they're looking for, your item will be in the search engine and give them so many different options to find what they need. The number three reason you are not making any sales on Etsy is because you are not using Pinterest and Instagram to your advantage. Um, I say heavy on Pinterest more than I say on Instagram. I have a business Instagram and it has worked very well for me. However, I do want to say that I think um, Pinterest is a little bit more a little bit more um, effective because on Pinterest you can reach such a huge audience um, that really you can't reach on Instagram if you don't have the followers. So to go off of that on Instagram, you are more follower based. You have to make sure you accumulate that following so more people will see it. Of course, there's the option of the um, of the explore page, but it's much harder to get on the explore page. Whereas on Pinterest, when you post an item and you use the correct tag words, hashtags, and you link it, Pinterest lets it just go off into the internet. And if it picks up, it picks up. And you have the opportunity to reach thousands, if not millions of people with one of your posts. So as soon as you start that Etsy shop and you take some shop photos of the items that you're going to sell, I recommend going straight to Pinterest to accumulate a following for it, accumulate eyes on your products. But then I also recommend starting that Instagram page to let people know of shop updates, let people know of new things coming to the shop, all of that. So you can use social media hand in hand, Pinterest and Instagram to help better your Etsy business. The number four reason why you're not making any sales on Etsy is because you are not checking out your successful competition. Competition, I say that in a friendly term. I don't say that in a negative term. 
on Etsy, you're going to be selling, a lot of people are going to be selling the same thing. On Etsy, it's pretty linear when it comes to what you can sell. It's vintage or handmade or craft supplies um, with different variations to that. So with that being said, if you're going to be selling jewelry, there are going to be other people selling jewelry. Um, and Everybody has a different style of jewelry that they want to sell. If you want to make vintage pieces, if you want to make pieces that look like food, if you want to make unique clay pieces, there are also probably going to be people in that same market. So before you even start your Etsy shop, you need to pinpoint what you possibly want to sell and what you possibly want to make. Then go to the search engine and use it to your advantage and see what comes up when you type in necklace. When you type in necklace, you're going to see some of the top sellers on the platform. People like this are going, they're making thousands and thousands of dollars on Etsy and they've established themselves. You need to see how you can bring that to the table with your work. So scope out the competition, see what their prices are, see what their materials include, and see how you can make your items stand out and get those first few buys to get the reviews running in. So just check out your competition, see how you can use it to your advantage and don't go into it with a jealous heart. Go into it by learning. You can always learn from somebody else. When you see someone doing better than you, that is a good thing for them and you need to see how you can do that for yourself. So instead of looking at other people as competition, look at them as successful and healthy competition that you need to grow your business to new heights. See what they're doing and see what you can do and see how you can make the most out of learning from them. Also to that, going hand in hand, you don't just have to search on Etsy. Also go on YouTube, see what people are talking about, see how people um, have been having success with selling XYZ on Etsy and learn from them. There's so much that you can can learn from previous sellers and current sellers um, that all you have to do is just type their name into a search engine or go onto YouTube. So I recommend you to scope out everybody that's selling and doing very well with the specific niche you want to tackle and go into it with a learning spirit. The number five reason why you are not making any sales on Etsy is because you do not ship your items out on time. One thing about Etsy is Etsy is going to put you on a time limit. And it's also going to let people know when they can expect to see their item. Etsy is its a very interesting platform and it, it loves for people to be punctual. Because Etsy in a sense, wants you to treat your shop, your Etsy shop, like an actual brick and mortar tangible shop. Etsy would like for you to send out orders on time, communicate with customers at the drop of a dime, and to handle everything professionally. Etsy gives you the opportunity to have your own online business, but under the umbrella of a mega platform like Etsy. So with that being said, you need to be shipping your items in a punctual time because people don't want to wait too long. And also, Etsy really, really, really likes to include when you can expect your item just by how often you ship on time. So if you don't ship on time, Etsy's most likely going to let you know, probably don't expect this item for a while. And if all if you don't ship out in a punctual time, all that customer's gonna have to do is just look for a different shop that's gonna ship out, you know, one week sooner than you'll ship out. 
So you need to be shipping on time because Etsy is very delicate with its time and it wants you to treat your Etsy shop like you would a business. The number six reason why you are not making any sales on Etsy is because you are not good at descriptions. As someone who has been selling on platforms like Poshmark and Depop and Curtsy, I can tell you and I can attest that I'm not the only one. There are some things I leave out of the description. However, Etsy does not like that. That is really not the best thing to do on Etsy. On Etsy, you need to include as much information as possible to the point where it's probably too much information so that your customers know what they're buying and so that your customers know that they're being safe. On platforms like Etsy, you can sell food. You can sell things like body care. Um, and necklaces, of course, which are all three categories that could potentially cause a reaction by your customers, or it could ruin in the mail, stuff like that. So with that being said, you need to make sure if you are selling handmade lotions or handmade lip gloss, that you include every single item that goes into that for safety reasons. You need to make sure that your customers are not in the dark with what they're buying because a lot of this is, it's very serious. When it comes to selling food or when it comes to selling necklaces that might turn green, people are allergic to different metals and people are allergic to different situations. And if you're making food and you have a pet, let your people know. Let your customers know certain things and just include as much as you possibly can in your descriptions. Include the exact color that it will come as just so you are completely transparent and your customer is never in the dark because the main thing you want to worry about, which I will get to in a second, is building up your reputation on your Etsy shop because that eventually leads to more sales. So, Again, describe everything to a T on all of your Etsy listings. It will help you out so much in the long run, especially if, you know, it comes to the point and hopefully it doesn't come to the point that somebody, you know, wants to return something or file a case. If you have the description 100% accurate, then there's nothing that you need to worry about. The number seven reason why you are not making any sales on Etsy is because... People are leaving things in their shopping cart and you're doing nothing about it. I know. Here's the thing. Etsy has been doing this, I want to say, for the last couple of months. Like, it has not at all been, you know, a long-standing project. I just found out about this a couple weeks ago, and I've yet to try it, but I definitely am. Etsy has this new thing called abandoned shopping cart discount or something like that. So basically what it is from an article, I'm going to read what they said of what it is. As someone goes to buy an item on Etsy, sometimes they'll have a second thought. Hence, they leave the item in their cart. It is quite popular for all online shoppers. Not sure about e-commerce platforms like Etsy, but comes from but Etsy comes with a feature where you can send out coupon codes for those people that leave their items in their carts to finalize their purchase decision. Um, that was an article that I just read from 
I have no clue what this website is called. E-commerce news? I don't know. Um, anyway, sorry. But uh, Etsy now has the opportunity for sellers to give someone a coupon if they leave their item in the shopping cart, further enticing them to fully check out and get that item. Whether it's 10%, 15%, Lord, if you want to do 50% and just get rid of that said item, go ahead and do it. If you see someone has left something in their cart, which you do, um, if you go onto your main Etsy shop and you see what you are selling, most of the time it'll tell you how many people have things in their carts. Like I'm going on mine right now. And here, we'll use me as an example. Going to my page, which is the Cheap Teak. Let's see, what do people have in their carts right now? How many people have my items in their carts? So, looking at my page right now, my Visco Boy Mystery Box, there are 20 people that have that in their cart. Um, my Sweatshirt Mystery Box, there are 8 people that have that in their cart. My Sports T-Shirt Mystery Box, there are 20 people that have that in their cart. And the list just continues to go down. Um, but with that being said, that's some people who have items in their cart that I am missing out on sales. And what am I going to do to change that? I'm going to go to the new Etsy feature that allows you to send them a coupon if they decide to order that item right now from their abandoned cart. This is basically the same thing as Poshmark's offers to likers. Um except a little bit different, of course. Poshmark, if someone likes your item, you can send a mass discount. However, with Etsy, likes don't 100% mean a thing. It just means that people are interested or see what they want, but doesn't necessarily translate to they're going to come back and order. Um, but with that being said, Etsy does allow you to see if somebody has something in their cart. And if you see that you have multiple people with items in their carts and you want to offer them discounts, of course, without cutting into your profit, go ahead and do that. That boosts you and that helps you make those sales and, you know, solidify your credibility. The number eight reason why you aren't making sales on Etsy is because reviews matter. Reviews matter so much on Etsy. If you've ever been on Etsy and you've ever typed in anything in the search box, you've seen what the reviews look like. Etsy is the good old fashioned out of five stars and it shows you what people are thinking of that shop or thinking of those items and you want to know who you should trust. When you look up a certain item, when you look up necklace, and you see shops that have five stars and you see a shop that has a three-star rating, you're probably going to go for the one with a five-star rating. You are. That's just how it works. Etsy does that to entice buyers and to entice sellers to do better. So with that being said, reviews matter. So during those first few sales that you make on Etsy, you need to be working overtime to send out the best quality item and the best quality packaging. No, I'm not saying overdo it, but I'm saying make an effort and write that note to your customer and encourage them to leave that review or encourage them to give you some feedback on what they liked and also see how you can make sure your item gets there in a great amount of time, early if possible, ship out same next day within the first few so that you can have people, you know, ready to order again and leave those reviews. So, Reviews are a huge thing on Etsy. I would say out of all of the platforms, reviews matter the most on Etsy because they are the most in your face and the most um, prevalent when checking out.
The number nine reason why you are not making sales on Etsy is because you are not following the Etsy aesthetic. I've talked about this before and I will say it again. On Etsy, you are only allowed to sell vintage and homemade items. Um, with that being said, of course, there are loopholes. You're probably wondering, how do I sell mystery boxes on Etsy? Because my mystery boxes pertain handmade items. Um, there was a time that Etsy did not allow mystery boxes, but that time has since passed. Uh, mystery boxes have been a thing, I would say, for the last two or three years on Etsy, and I wanted to jump on that, and I ended up being very successful because I brought the first mystery box of my kind to Etsy. And with that being said, I still follow the guidelines. Um, I offer vintage mystery boxes. I offer, and all of my mystery boxes pertain something handmade. I hand make, I have handmade scrunchies in there, and I have these handmade necklaces in there. So making sure that I fit the niche and fit the aesthetic that Etsy requires so that my mystery boxes can stay on there um, and, you know, still uphold the overall mission of the company. I love what I sell on Etsy. I love packaging my mystery boxes because it's a surprise for everybody who opens it. And I just I just am so grateful for this opportunity to do what I do. And Etsy's just changed my life forever. Um, so the last but not least, the number 10 reason why you are not making sales on Etsy is because you do not personalize your work. One thing that I've seen, especially in the art realm, especially in the t-shirt making realm and the customization realm, is that people like to give you the opportunity to add your name to it, add specific colors to it, your sorority, your favorite team, allow people to personalize items that they normally would not. The thing about Etsy is Etsy is always going to be competing with in-person and mega companies like Walmart, like Nike. So you can get that workout t-shirt anywhere, but what is going to make yours different? What's going to make yours different is that you can add your name to it. What's going to make yours different is that you can add your sorority to it. And you want your customers to not be able to just find this at a generic store, this random cup. You can find a cup with your name on it or whatever logo you want on it or whatever color scheme you want on it. Because adding the personalization factor to your shop allows more customers to feel comfortable in your shop to, you know, recommend your shop. Hey, I know you like this type of fabric, this jacket, if you like, you know... Um, sweatshirts. I found a place where you can find the coolest sweatshirt that nobody's going to have. The biggest thing is that you don't like to have repeat outfits. You don't like to see somebody else wearing your same outfit. And with Etsy, it's kind of rare that you have to worry about that because with Etsy, a lot of the best and top shops allow you to personalize things. Um, when you first look up necklace on Etsy, which I've done multiple times throughout this podcast. Um, you get to see so many different necklaces where you can add your name. That's pretty cool to me. I can't go to Walmart and get a necklace that says Erica, but I can get it on Etsy. And that's why I'm going to shop from Etsy. And that's why I'm going to shop from that specific seller because they allow me to personalize my item that I could not get anywhere else. You need to stand out as much as possible. And Etsy, you have the opportunity to do that. So if you are painting, um, you know, an artwork for someone and they want you to do it specifically for bid day, they want their sorority color scheme of that year and they want, you know, the names of the president and the vice president, whatever it is, you need to make sure you can 
personalize things as much as possible. So it's not just something that sorority member can just go get at Walmart and, you know, do herself or already have it pre-made. Um, so offer personalization on your work. That will definitely go a long way and make you stand out and make your product stand out. So they don't just, you know, go to Walmart and get a t-shirt that has a cute saying on it. Give them a reason to have a saying with their cat on it or, you know, or, you know, their kid's first word, whatever it is. Give people a reason to shop from you and not from big brands. So I'm going to run through, like I always do, the reasons why you aren't making sales on Etsy. So the number one, number one thing is when you're first starting out, run the free shipping offer and Etsy will boost your product for you. Number two, SEO is super important. Make sure your item title includes everything that can be related. Number three, use Pinterest and Instagram to promote. Number four, check out the successful competition. Number five, ship your items on time. Number six, describe everything to a T. Number seven, buyers are directly searching for that item, so don't be afraid to send discounts to abandoned shopping carts. Number eight, reviews matter, so for those first few sales, work overtime to send out the best. Number nine, Make sure you follow the Etsy aesthetic, only sell vintage and homemade items. Number 10, offer personalization on your work. I just want to thank you guys so much for welcoming me back, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Why You Aren't Making Sales on Etsy. I can't talk enough about Etsy, and I certainly am going to spend an entire episode talking about Etsy. I already have it planned out because Etsy is my hands down, my favorite platform and also my top selling platform. And if you are looking for a reason to start that Etsy shop for whatever you want to do, to sell vintage clothing, to sell, you know, sports cards, to sell jewelry, to sell paintings, to sell posters, whatever it is. If you're looking for a reason to start that Etsy shop, this is your reason. And I wanted to make this episode the perfect way for you to learn how to make the most of it and make sales on it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I will be back next week with another episode of this series. And we're going to be getting into everybody's favorite platform, Poshmark. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you again, and I will see you next week. Bye.